bitch, I got my ill, you know it's disgusting Ain't scared to fight, niggas, it's all blinded by Born and raised in Jersey, niggas, they hear me none I ain't coming for G, but I'm trying me son Money got a pain, so I let them hold us cousin Feels a problem, that ambulance just gonna be rushing We gon' swerve like the water when the toilet flushing People to go, sir. Yeah. I can't sleep at night. Remember, we ain't having it, yeah, we were struggling. I'm trapping Sunday, Sunday, no, I'm really hustling. Only time I go back and fuck my fucking. Yeah. I can't sleep at night. Remember, we ain't having it, yeah, we were struggling. I'm trapping Sunday, Sunday, no, I'm really hustling. Only time I go back and forth is when I'm fucking. Yo, 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 what it do, what it do, it is your boy, Larry the Wavy Fellow, here to tell your chick, hello, and I am back with another episode of Way Talk Podcast Season 4, with a long-anticipated episode with my man, Brian from N-Fusion Crew, and before we get into it, I'm going to let him give a little bit more introduction to himself, so... Go ahead, man. Speak your piece, bro. Sure. As Larry just said, I'm Brian. I'm one third of the Infusion Breakdown Show podcast. We've been at it since 2018. And every week we meet and discuss a different question and break it down from why do most relationships fail to subjects such as why do people struggle to remain present. So um, I was really excited to collaborate with Larry. Larry's been on our uh, guest on our channel before and always a good discussion with him. So really excited to be on your side this time. Thank you for having me. Oh man, oh man! Just know you always welcome. You always you welcome me with open arms on the uh, episode every time I came on. So it's just like yo, I gotta go ahead and get that love back. And for those that don't know, today's episode is going to be about how to build a foundation as a content creator. And for both our standpoints, outside of being a podcaster, we do other things as well. So. We're going to touch on some points that going to be outside of just podcasting, but it's going to help because we both are content creators and it's going to be a nice conversation. So, yeah, man. How your day been going, man? Uh, pretty good. Just running errands, being that it's uh, a dreary Sunday. But I guess this is what I was looking forward to most of the time. Mm-hmm. So I was uh, spending some time to think about how exactly I wanted to approach this topic. And... But like I said... Oh man, that's good. That's good. Um, pretty much the same with me, and yeah, I, I just been going on working, getting stuff done, events, promoting, just ready to get everything done so I can go ahead and do this podcast, man. And no further ado, we're about to get into it fully, man. All right, so, alright, I don't. I feel like first people don't understand what it takes to be like a full-time like content creator right because i feel like some people only think about just like the end point just like yeah i'm gonna be here but they don't think about the steps that it takes to get there and or some people try to cheat you know cheat their way into it so um i got one one question what is like a right and a wrong way to like build a foundation as a cre- created um content like while creating content 
a right and a wrong way. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say the first thing that comes to mind, I hadn't really considered this, and that's, that's a fairly complex question you just asked there, but my immediate thoughts are the correct way to do it is in a genuine fashion. Anything that's disingenuous is the wrong way to do it. Okay, okay. So is this actually something that you consider a passion of yours that you enjoy doing or are you just doing it because you, you want to have a thousand subscribers or a million subscribers, a million downloads and stuff like that. It's just like, if, if that's your goal, that's, uh, you're doing it for the wrong reason, I feel like, whatever it is that you're doing, as opposed to actually, in, in our case, with let's just use the podcasting, for example, if you actually love doing podcasts and creating episodes and having discussions of high caliber and learning ideas and discussing them with, uh, with other people then I'd say you're doing it for the right reasons agree 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 um and to piggyback off that uh, uh I kind of uh, asked that because uh you've seen the movie Get On Up right but Get On Up about James Brown <laughs> I haven't alright so well I'm gonna talk about one part of that movie it was one part of that okay. movie that really caught my eye he was it was like Everybody was chilling, but James called like an emergency like a rehearsal just to see where everybody's head was at. So um, he was just like hearing the off. He was hearing each instrument. All right, the guys was on the bass and the guitars and the saxophone. They all was doing good, but the guy on the drum, he kind of like he wanted him to do a pace different from everybody else. And the guy on the uh, saxophone, he was like, "Bro, he gonna be moving ten times faster." Then what we move it, it's not gonna be musically correct. He said it's not. It doesn't. It doesn't matter if it's gonna be going to be musically correct. It matters if it's going to be genuine and it's gonna sound good and it's gonna make the make the crowd feel the music. So I was like, yo, that makes a lot of sense because like he broke it down into a way of a science because he actually is passionate about it. He don't, he don't just go about it like yeah. I'm already getting my money, so I'm just going to let these people hear anything. No, he actually broke it down in a way for all the... Huh? You hear him? All right, we good. We good. You straight? I can't. I still can't hear you. I can hear you, though. Okay, now you're back. All right. All right, we <laughs> Basically, what I was just saying is James Brown broke it down to a science on what he loved to do, all right? Because he didn't, he don't just do something just to do it. He did it because, one, he felt like he was born to do it. Two, he just loved to do it. And it comes back to being a content creator. If you genuinely love to do it, like you said, it's going to show in your actions and how you move about it. And if you just want it for the money, then you're just in it for the wrong reasons. Now, to give the floor to you, you know what I mean? So... I like to give the floor to my guests as well. They can ask any type of question that they want or get into any type of topic that's on topic of the subject. So, sure. So, questions. I was thinking through the question or the topic that you originally posed on how to build a foundation and grow it in a sustainable fashion as a content creator. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to talk through some of the challenges we face as content creators and more specifically through the lens of podcasts because that's what that's I guess both of our primary focuses even though we have other projects and things that we work on mm-hmm. and also this is the medium that we're on now so I think that's probably most appropriate Thanks. and so I have a, a few points that I kind of wanted to just 
list off and then we can go through them one by one and discuss them in a little bit more detail. So Mm -hmm. some of the biggest challenges I feel that we face as content creators or podcasters are largely the same as what entrepreneurs face. I feel like they're one in one. And so with that comes scheduling and priority comes the challenges faced by personal life with garnering support with improving the product with promotional material and professionalism i feel like those are all things that are obstacles or opportunities depending on how you choose to look at them for you to overcome and continue to grow your brand or things that will impede your progress if you don't have if you don't have the grit to to power through them more i guess the weight the if you aren't able to overcome them, essentially. Because, I mean, it's, it's difficult. It's not easy. Otherwise, everyone would be successful at it. Everyone would be entrepreneurs. Everybody would have multi-million dollar businesses. Everybody would have their booming podcasts. Everyone would be Joe Rogan, crime junkies, you know, the top of the top. Right. And that's just not the case. We're That's something to strive towards. Mm-hmm. And so I guess we could first start talking a little bit about the scheduling and priority. Mm-hmm. And the first thing that comes to mind with that is if you don't care, so if you don't put in the time for it, if you don't prioritize your podcast over or prioritize your projects that you're working on, mm-hmm. then no one else is going to do it. And it's the same thing with like CEOs for companies. The, the hardest working person of the company, the person who cares the most is the CEO. They might have stellar employees, but at no point should the employees care more about the company than the CEO. I feel like that's ass backwards, really, because in the very same manner, this is our baby. This is your your brainchild this is something you birthed from your own mind and you you sought it to create so like you need to take total ownership of it otherwise you can't expect other people to even give a damn about it right facts facts um that brought me into a whole loop because that that what you just said was basically this week of like planning and trying to get through it because friday i had a, a whole event to you know host for this dancing thing i'm in called surge and it was kind of messed up because i'm already working on time consuming because i had to get off at four i had to be there at 7 30 but i was gonna go home to pick up my homeboy and that was gonna be an hour drive well two hour drive in general so i would think i was thinking i was gonna get back at six but i got off too late so i had to alternate my plan and make it to the point where i had to make it work for me not just try to satisfy everybody. Because at the end of the day, I'm doing this event because it's something that I like to do. I'm a part of it because it's something I like to do. Essentially, I had to use a brighter brighter mindset. Like, yo, do I want to rush and cause more headache and stress on myself? Or do I want to go ahead and actually get down on time so I can go ahead and make sure this event is all right, the, the promotion is all right, Everybody's enjoying themselves and everybody leave at a good steady time. So doing that, right. the whole broad event was just so perfect. And it's just like planning a podcast. It's like, yo, I got to make sure I got my topics. I got my, my notes. I got to make sure it's the right person that I'm doing it with. And I got to make sure the timing is good. Make sure even if something happens, I got to make sure I keep in contact with the person so I can know some professionalism there overall. So it's just like time consuming with all that. It made it to the point where I got on, got on, got to the event on time, and now me and you doing the podcast on time. So it's just like overall putting that energy and care into it is it's all mindset, you know. It's all in your mind, mm-hmm. like you said. 
but it's more of if you're stressing yourself about the smallest things then you can't handle the big things that has to come like you can't handle that moment when you might have to be the CEO and you're taking over and your employees are coming to you with small solutions well small problems that you can't handle solutions for so yeah it's all about time have a good time consuming like you said and that's one good thing. That's one thing a lot of people do face being a content creator, and it's not really talked about. So I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, absolutely. And it bleeds over to the next point too with personal life. And we know that as a as a content creator, as an entrepreneur, as a as an adult, even life does not stop when you face hardships or you're inconvenienced by circumstances and certain things. So just with the example of things that get in the way and can interfere in your endeavor of being a podcast or content creator uh, family and friends work life breakups that's all of it and I, I can speak from personal experience right around March of this year I was uh, I had some issues with a, a girl that I was dating it wasn't working out and as a consequence it didn't it was it was really mentally draining I'll put it that way mm-hmm. just because of the, the state of things and that affected other parts of my life for example we were still recording that the podcast before we end up taking a break or on mm-hmm. and one thing that I really like about recording the Infusion Breakdown show is that it's very therapeutic so even just the fact that we're talking about other topics it allows me to think through my actions my feelings my thoughts on whatever subject that, that it might be and it probably and most times it pertains to something that I'm currently experiencing or in some form or fashion is relevant mm-hmm. and I feel like that's a that's a a huge utility to it so I'm really glad that we persevered through that and through various challenges that we face because ultimately like you said it's it's your all but it's a mutually beneficial relationship not only are you growing the podcast but I feel like as a as a consequence when it's something you're actually passionate about it helps grow you too and so that was that was my personal experience I guess just one example of that and then also with deaths like I've dealt with uh, a death in the family Mm-hmm. when my grandmother died a few years ago I think it was 2019 and we were still recording we didn't re- we didn't record that week I believe because we had a backup episode mm-hmm. but right after that we used that week to cover and we came back to it mm-hmm. and we were still recording of course you have thoughts and you think about things like that but we still persevered through it because this is something I take seriously and I want to see you do well in the, in the long term so it's kind of like you have to be able to balance your personal life and make sure you're adequately taking care of yourself and also make sure you're attentive to your your personal craft whatever project that you're working on and you know some people have varying degrees of need so some people might need to take more time off or whatever it could be the case you know i can't speak on behalf of everyone but in the instance of how i processed it and the time that i needed to to do so it was uh it wasn't something to where we took like a like a three month break or anything like that but like i said when you have a project that you're working on it doesn't stop just mm-hmm. because things like that happen i totally like, agree through highs and i totally agree have you ever uh well i guess with you with you you're still you're about to start school again right yeah and didn't you mention that before mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm about to start school again, either fall or the spring, because I'm still okay. working on, you know, financial aid situations and stuff. And 
that's one thing. Before like before I even started the podcast, I was trying to get back, like not get back, but stay in school because I had financial aid issues where they processed my tuition for one semester kind of late and that made it a big ordeal. So I took a break and then after that, um, <clears throat> one of my homies has pa- passed away from back home as well. So it was just like, yo, mentally, I didn't feel like I could do anything, but I know mentally I needed something to keep me from like snapping on anybody and everybody for no reason. So I was like, I need something to do besides this dancing because I was getting back into dancing, but not as heavy as I wanted to. So I needed something to keep me focused and motivated besides dancing. So creating the podcast helped, but I wanted to treat it like a fast type situation. Like, so I just stood up like four days in a row. Like all nighters, I put all nighters in, wrote a hundred episodes down, just so I can passionately be alright about it. So I can go through the days where mentally I might be drained, but I can still push myself to do do it and still do the podcast. Or days where I don't want to do a podcast, I'm still get up and do it and give it like a hundred percent, even though I don't feel like doing it, because that's how passionate I am. No matter how sad, happy, or tired I am, I'm going to push myself to do something that I'm passionate for and mentally that's something I've been working on as well because I've been one doing better with my time consuming mentally two vocalizing how I feel in a different tone while people feeling like I'm yelling at them because <laughs> I talk low all the time so when I ba- put some bass in my voice everybody think I'm yelling <laughs> so I'm just like yo I'm like Working on that and also just working on just being proud of myself more, you know. So everything is a mental process and me realizing me realizing that I'm growing those aspects is helping me grow and creating my content and just dancing and creating more opportunities for myself. So once you break out that mental shell of whatever you're going through or whatever personal problems and personal life problems that you're going through, it will help you prevail later on in whatever you're doing. Absolutely. And then with us being in the in the podcasting space, we can also use those as opportunities to share and help other people get through things that they've similarly experienced. Exactly. Exactly. The next point I had on the list was garnering support. And we can go back to the episode that you did on selective support before. Like I said, that was my favorite episode that you've done. <laughs> and I thought about that and I was thinking through this and I kind of realized one thing that's funny about any kind of project that you take up it seems to me to be that people who support you are the ones you expect least and that was a a shocking reality something that I necessarily didn't I didn't uh I didn't like because it was in in the beginning it was more so like people you would expect to support you Mm -hmm. and they didn't until later and I, I mean I've actually had conversations with people like this I mean, they, they weren't they were comfortable. I was honest with the person, and it was like, when I when I wanted the support, where was it? I don't want it anymore. Mm. But it's it's more so like when you focus on why when people aren't supporting you. Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't serve you. I rather uh, trans. I rather rather spend the energy in people who are supporting me and putting out quality material, quality episodes, and just do what I love doing. And the support's gonna be there, whether it's being 
you making a difference in one person's life or 1,000. It's like whoever you're touching, as long as you're being effective in that manner, I feel like it's worthwhile. So I think that's something that that a lot of content creators, a lot of ambitious people, entrepreneurs, anybody taking up any kind of project, faith. And so one of the, the things that I think is misconstrued as well, a lot of people, some people aren't just going to support you just because they don't want to, but then other ones don't know how to. And so I think it's important for us to have a conversation or at least go over how can people support us or mm-hmm. support your friends? How can you show support in general? Um, To answer that question, I feel like you don't always have to, you know, because I feel like as being adults or just like young, young adults, or just people just being in college, you got you got your own life. You got to understand that sometimes your life is going to be taken up by what you're focused on, what you're working on. Right. Yo, Larry. You, uh, you were frozen. I'm good now? I'm straight? Yeah. All right, so, so just start about, just, I guess you're going to have to chop it, right? Yeah, I know where I was at. I got you. So, okay. Uh, <laughs> so, um, basically, overall, um, I say whatever, like, what a person's going through or whatever like that because we are young adults now we all young adults or just older adults with our own life problems problems working children and everything like that so it's just like not every time i'm gonna catch an episode or i'm gonna hear a new song that you put out or i'm gonna see the new post but just know i'm gonna like it when i do see it i'm gonna either share it when i do see it or i'm gonna hit you up like yo i like that new song that you just put out even though you put it put it out like two weeks ago or three weeks ago and i just saw it but it's just like it's it's the fact that somebody that is willing to support you no matter that their time even even if they might catch it late or early it's the fact that they're trying to support you or they want to support you and they're showing you that they're trying to support you because i had one of my roommates i i know his schedule you know i mean he worked every day or like he has something to do every other day. So he either tell me like, yo, let me know whenever you have a podcast so I know when not to be in your way or anything like that because he know that I like to do it in a certain atmosphere where it's not that loud. And he he just asked me, look, like, yo, how was the podcast afterwards? And then he'd be like, what was the topic on? Everything like that. And then he'd tell me what episodes he watched or what episodes he liked. I don't expect, like, sometimes you have to actually live in reality of like, yo, do do I even watch everybody episode? Do, do I even listen to my favorite rapper's song every time it comes up? So it's just like, at the end of the day, I'm still supporting, like, my homie or my favorite rapper or whatever. I'm still supporting them, but it's just like, I'm not going to be right on it if I'm living my life. Like, I work two jobs. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some people that are complaining about other people's support, they don't, you know what I mean, really have nothing but that one thing they working on and they expect everybody they already to be in tune because they just got started. It's like, yeah, you just got started. That's good. Work, you know, work on the core core fans that you have that are tuning in all the time. And then the people that you think that's not in tune gonna show you that they've been in tune all along. You just gotta understand life happens. And and that also that that's also a thing that ruins friendships or just relationships and all. It's like not understanding on like mutual support or anything like that. 100%. 
I think in specific ways of showing support, I think I'm going to touch on the obvious ones with liking, sharing, and subscribing, the, the, the holy trinity of support, if you would. And then you have listening, in our case, which some people do. And like you said, some people are faithful listeners. They'll listen to every episode, which is great. Some people might just catch one that piques their interest, which is also great. Um, I'm not. I'm never going to be upset that somebody listened to an episode. And then I feel like one of the other most powerful ones is even if somebody might not necessarily be interested in a podcast or particularly like the subject matter that you discuss is word of mouth. And it's just like having someone that will put you out there in, in the room when there's certain conversations being had. So that could look like if I if you were having a podcast about if you had a podcast where you strictly talk about sports and I might not like sports, I might not give a damn about the Cavaliers or anybody like that. And I don't want to hear about it. But the fact that I know that that's something that you do and that you have and that you work on that's your project and you care about it that's your your brainchild mm-hmm. and if I know somebody who's interested in, in that kind of stuff and just having a having a conversation let them know hey like my boy Larry has this has this podcast where he talks about the NBA championship or NBA games weekly and we're the hottest players in the NBA just putting you putting the word out there to where it extends the people who you have access to and I feel like that's a huge thing when it comes down to support it's very much so similar to just how you support people in general. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look like just because somebody's a content creator is so much more different. It's just like in the same way, if you had a brother or a sister who had a certain skill set and your job was hired and they needed somebody to do it, say, so, hey, my brother could do this. You know, it's the same exact thing. It's just putting people in certain conversations that would be beneficial to them. I feel like that's one of the most overlooked and one of the most powerful means of support because it's, it's grassroots level. And people always think about the digitized version where you have to share something like the subscribe, which, like I said, that's great, but it doesn't have the, the same gravity to it when it's specifically recommended to somebody in particular interest. It, like uh, the example that I just gave with the sports, like that person knew that the other person liked the sports podcast, so they recommended it specifically to them. And another one I had was feedback. So whether it's good or bad, I feel like the feedback is support. Mm-hmm gives me an opportunity to improve the product of what I'm doing, improve myself. If somebody says, hey, Brian, I really like the episode that you guys did on why most relationships fail, and this was X, Y, Z, good point, and maybe you should talk about this next time, or or maybe you should speak on this, or I would like to be a guest and talk about this, or I have an alternate viewpoint. I disagree. That's cool. I like all of that. I love it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when people tell you what they don't like, it's, it's even better because is less is less common most people they're going to tell you what they like because it's comfortable but if you dig a little bit deeper say okay so what could i improve because we're trying to continuously improve what we're doing so we need to know what is currently not working so for somebody to say well i totally disagree with this or i didn't like how you guys executed that that gives me an opportunity to fix it therefore i feel like that's just as valuable work to just be something as simple as i really didn't like it and then so diving deeper what did you not like about it so i feel like just having candid conversations with people like that like if you had a if you had a, a shoe brand and you dropped a shoe and some people like yes man they'll gas it up and say okay well i like this i like this sneaker this is a dope sneaker and it could be trash and then you can have somebody like like i'm gonna tell you that i'm, I'm really not a fan of the shoe i think that it would look better if you were to swap the color palette or if you were to do a little something different or like I, I would that's I would consider that valid feedback and I think that's also valuable and a lot of people shy away from that due to the 
underlying the underlying idea that you might hurt somebody's feelings by being honest delivered with tact and with the right end with the right um excuse me what am i trying to say here with the right heart behind it essentially like you're not doing it to tear anybody down but if you're doing it in a, in a constructive way that can help someone mm-hmm. i feel like that's that's another form of support hey i agree 100 no 1,000 percent <laughs> my guy just know you, hey look whenever a person is speaking facts I'll let them go on and rant I don't care this show is all about giving the people the truth and letting people understand like real life situations and real life situations are being a person that's trying to build a foundation and in this case it's well it's creating content so I have a question after giving me those points. I have a question. For the support? Yeah, I have a question. Okay. So, um, you all, you talked about feedback, and what about the people that are, like, like the critics? What do you feel like critics? Do you feel like critics play a, a good part or a bad part? Voice, like feedback critics in in so much as detractors because critics could be they could either have good or, or negative things to say but I think you're, you're more so specifically focused on the negatives of detractors right just the overall thing of it so people who have opinions on what you do period yeah like do you feel like it can deteriorate from certain people's talent because they think about it too much hundred percent. Okay. If you start to dilute what you're doing, like I've had countless, well, not countless, but I've had a few people tell me like alterations that they would do to the infusion breakdown show podcast or the brand in general. Mm. And I guess when it comes down to that, you really have to approach it with an open heart and listen to what's being said, but also don't have too much conviction in what's being said. either. like think through it. Like, my thought process is, okay, first, I try to remove the biases when, I, when I'm hearing this stuff. And I think, okay, so the first thing is, in what way might this be true? And I think through that. And then, okay, so in what way might this not be true? And this is for both good and bad. And then so arriving at the conclusion, maybe it's something that's valid. Maybe it's something that's invalid. But I think that if it's invalid, that's an opportunity for you to hone your skills to defend your stance on whatever it might be. So if you happen to have your brand or your podcast or whatever you're working on, your content structure and you're doing a certain thing that somebody advises against, you should have a legitimate reason to ask to why you're doing it. Or you should be able to explain back to them why you disagree with them or why that isn't a good idea. I don't think that anything should just be done arbitrarily to your own to your own detriment because you're missing out on a vital vital piece of or a opportunity rather for you to improve yourself. So if somebody says, Okay, for the Wave Talk podcast, like you you put out how many episodes do you typically do a week? I know it fluctuates. It's normally two to three episodes a week. Okay. So what if somebody said you should only do one episode a week? So what that would look like is, okay, well, with them saying that, okay, so how would one episode help me? Why would two to three episodes help me more? Or is it disadvantage disadvantageous to me? And then also why do I 
why did I ultimately settle on the option that I went with? So mm-hmm. it forces you to think through why it is exactly you that you do what you did. I like that breakdown. That was a nice breakdown. That was that was real clever. Real clever <laughs> breakdown, man. I like that. I like that. All right, so off the points that you just stated, which were good points, by the way, um, do you feel like like family can be a good and bad part of like a person building a foundation in uh, the world of creating content? Absolutely. I have, I've seen both ends of the spectrum. I have most of my family is extremely supportive of the podcast and anything that I really work on. Like mm-hmm. my, my great aunt, she asked me last time I saw her, which was a few weeks ago. She was like, are you still doing the podcast? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, my grandmother, before she passed, she actually, enjoy the content she she liked the podcast she listened to a few episodes my granddad he likes it um i have cousins who, who have actually been guests jerome and, and sydney shout out to y'all and they've been avid supporters i've had other family members who they might not necessarily be interested in it and so it's not in the immediate hemisphere of concern and i understand that that's, that's not a criticism or assessment of them Mm-hmm. but I just appreciate the support that I do get and I think that that does make the world a difference when you do have people that are close to you and love you and care about you that do support your craft and what you're doing and the ones that don't support you in the way that you would like I, I wouldn't say that that doesn't mean that they don't care about you or love you it's just that they perhaps they fall into the category of people who don't know how to support or it's just not um, on their, in their like I said in their immediate radius like you were saying that other people have other things going on. Like we aren't the center of the universe. I get that completely. And I, I think that's just the best way to take it is take the support as best you can. And if you don't get it, you still gotta keep pushing regardless whether you get it or whether you don't, you still have to keep pushing. Uh, all right. I get it. I get that. I get that. I get that. I get that. All right. So another question of mine, right? When do you feel like it's the right time to apply pressure like while building your foundation and creating content? Is it the beginning, the middle spectrum, or when you're already at the top? I don't think there's any acceptable answer other than from the beginning. Mm. Because to my point, well, one of the other challenges that that podcasters face, and this is the last bullet point that I went over, no, actually it was the second from last, mm-hmm. but it was professionalism. And I had this idea that nobody's going to take you as serious as you do. No one's going to take you seriously, period, until you take yourself serious. So for you to half-ass it out the gate and just think, okay, once I get better, then I'll do X, Y, and Z, it's just like, no, I understand it's a learning process, but you should always approach it with your best foot forward in whatever project that you're taking up. And then with the understanding that you will get better with time, but I don't think that <laughs> I'm going to use a, a term that my old football coach used to use, pussyfooting. I don't <laughs> believe in taking that approach with anything in life is appropriate. You should automatically go in there with the mindset. You should be a headhunter, like trying to be the very best from the start. Hey, look, man. Snap it up. <laughs> Snap it up. Snap it up, man. Keeps being these bars, man. You might as well be a rapper as well on the side, man. <laughs> you never know, man. You're good with you're a good wordsmith, man. You're a good wordsmith, man. Uh 
any any other bullets you got, man? Any points? Got yeah, yeah. Let's talk about so what well, we covered the the improving of the product. I kind of want to talk a little about about the promotional material. So mm-hmm. when it comes to producing content, you have to get in front of the eyes of people. So this is your your main product, and you have like snippets that you might post on social media. You may have posters, flyers. You may have uh, t-shirts. Or, I mean, there's no shortage of ways to promote your brand, promote whatever project you're working on something else that a lot of content creators a lot of podcasters a lot of entrepreneurs struggle with is getting their their brand out there and that's that's like instrumental to growing like if no one knows about it then you're not going to grow so that's a constant challenge you have to be consistent because in this game your consistency is is key that's i know that's very cliche but in the sense of if you if you go too long of a period of time without having your brand in front of the eyes of people, then you get forgotten about. And when you get forgotten about, that leaves room for other people to take over that space. So that's something to keep in mind. And I guess the last point that I had was fighting the algorithm. And that's something that differs from being an entrepreneur because you, unless you're doing like Amazon stores, I can see like drop shipping, okay, whatever. <laughs> I had to predict somebody saying that. But in the sense that when you are making podcasts or videos like we do you have to compete with other creators other individuals on whatever space it might be so for example with youtube you have to compete with like the biggest things in the space when you search a certain topic like if we were to speak about the 2024 election for example we would have an episode with that maybe 2024 election in the title but when you search it in the youtube search bar the first ones that'll come up are more reputable sites it'll be like cnbc ABC News, it might be Fox News, you know, those ones, it would be, we'd be layers and layers and layers nested underneath of that, and so that's something that's an uphill battle that smaller or newer content creators, newer individuals such as ourselves may have to battle with going upstream, This depending on the level of obscurity that the topic has, because if you're talking about something that's like super duper niche and there's not many videos on it, okay, well, you have to be lucky, but <laughs> as you've seen, an experience more than likely there's tons of, of podcast episodes on on the exact same topic that you discussed they don't do it like but they're similar enough when it comes to like the topic and the categorization to where it's a flood if you search it you're not going to be the only episode covering that mm-hmm. and that's that's something that makes it tremendously difficult because i think what makes it most difficult is the fact that the algorithm isn't exposed you know things that could help you but like, think about it. Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Google, they all have algorithms which they sort the the content that they, that they put in the news feeds. Also, uh, Twitter, that's another one, too. They all have algorithms. And for the most part, unless you're like some, uh, some super talented or, or genius hacker or somebody who has insight into that because you developed the algorithm yourself because you work for the company, there's no visibility into it. So we're all trying to do our best to try to try to beat the algorithm. And I think that's another thing that makes it more difficult to be a traditional entrepreneur. It's frustrating, isn't it? Hey, look, man. If I had a crowd or a chorus, I'd say let the crowd say amen. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> hey, look, bro. You are speaking some heat, bro. And look, and I'm glad we chose to do this on a Sunday, man. It makes it even more better. But, hey... <laughs> <laughs> to piggyback off what you said, it it is actual factual what you just said because 
no 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 lies it takes a lot of a lot of a lot of studying i see it as you actually studying the game before you get into yeah. it you know it's stupid to like do something well actually studying it or doing your research on it <clears throat> because like for example before i actually started doing the podcast i started looking at what type of podcast i'm trying to do i'm not trying to be the same as this podcaster or that podcaster i'm not trying to take nobody's style everybody got their own style everybody got their own flow i'm good that's great i'm good yeah, you're uh, back. Uh, back, back, back. Um, everybody got their own flow. Everybody got their own style. So, the more research I did, the more I started realizing, like, look, I'm a wavy person. All right, that's how I overall feel. I'm a wavy person, and being wavy just don't mean you cool. It means like you're an intellectual guy, but you slick. You're 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 confident. You're cool. You're laid back. You're not trying to always be in the limelight but you know a lot so it's just like it's just like it, it fit me because i'm one of them guys that's in the shadows and only come out when it's the appropriate time and that's always how i'm moving that's how i like do my podcast if like for people that's been watching like i take a break when it's needed because that's my time to restore my energy do my research go back in the lab start getting the formula right and doing s y and z so when it's put out for the people it's good it's cut it's clean and to piggyback more off of basically competing with the top people if you have that mindset that there's no competition then you're gonna be looked at as the top person faster than what you think because of that pressure you applying that consistency that that genuine content you put out that the fact that you are actually just like I said, doing what you love is make it's gonna make it ten times better than a person that's already at the top. Cause a person at the top, most likely, yeah, they got there, but not every person that been to the top or got to the top did done in the right way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, I think I get what you're what you're getting at in terms of sustainability and creating your own lane. For example, by focusing on the content that you're creating, by focusing on your craft. You're beating yourself. I think that's that's the only competition you should really be focused about. Like, I think you should learn from people that are more supposed to work in. But your your main focus should be continually improving on what you're doing. And so, by that standard, like, of course, there's certain podcasts that I listen to that I look up to that I learned a lot from. From like, for example, there's strategies like Crime Junkies, the Joe Rogan podcast. Um, uh, well, the ones that I listen to, the psychology podcast, the science of success. Like, I can go on and mm-hmm. on and on. Wave Talk, of course, another one that I like. The Perry Platform. Infuse Crew. <laughs> yeah, the Infusion Breakdown Show. Uh, Tuesday Borns. All of them. So, I mean, like, just, just with that, you can learn from what other people are doing in this space without directly comparing yourself to them. Like, there's certain things that you might do well that I can say, okay, that works for Larry. And I can apply them to what I'm doing, and vice versa. So mm-hmm. it's not it's not um, so much as we're competing with each other. We are competing against ourselves, and we do have the the benefit of having other people who are doing the same thing mm-hmm. in our sector. Hey, look, that's a good way to put it. Again, hey man, look, 
I keep forgetting. Now I keep forgetting. You are the vet here in the podcasting world, man. And I only been. Like a, I'm only in here like a year. I'm only a year in, man. So it's just like I get lost. I'm like low key fan scrub right now. I'm like star scrub, man. Cause you're saying, you're saying, you're saying it's not you saying all these big words and I don't know. I know every word that you're saying, but it's just like yo, he's saying it and he's actually proof of it. It's not just bullshit that's coming out. It's actual facts and proof behind it from. Because, like, I heard from you from my mutual friend. And from the time I heard, like, the beginning of y'all podcast up to now, I seen it. I was like, yo, this went up a whole, whole bunch of episodes, whole bunch of contents, whole bunch of, like, bro, to have a, as many episodes as you guys do. Pause. Pause. I'm good. As hey, I, to, to have as many you, episodes. You, you just came back. Yeah. To have as, to, as many episodes y'all have. It's like, how do you keep it going? You know what I mean? <laughs> but, but now being in the world of a podcast, it's like, yo, I know, even though it might be in a different way, uh, how I do it, but it's just like, I understand it. It's that, that drive. It's that, that passion. It's like, yo, as long as you had that, you can make a conversation out of anything for real, for real, and it makes, not make sense, but you can draw some people in where they could be a setup for something that you actually want to talk about. Like, I can just say, yeah, you know, today's music is da-da-da-da, and then somebody come up there like, man, what you mean? Did I break it down what I was actually yeah. saying? It's like a, it's a setup. It's like, yeah, I reeled you in with the hook. Now that you hooked to me, I got you. You know what I mean? Like you said, if it's good, it's, it's going to show. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so were you asking about how do we, how we've we been sustainable for I oh, mean, I mean, for the last, like, 15 minutes that we had left, I mean, we can talk about how we actually stay sustainable, actually, because, I mean, we're proof, we're proof of it, so, hey, why not? So, I can directly answer the question, so now that we're talking about some of the challenges that we face, mm-hmm. I can say that in order for us to stay sustainable and continue to build our foundation the first and foremost the thing you need to be doing is remember your why and stay grounded in that because there's a a saying or a quote by some philosopher i don't remember his name so you have to excuse me for that mm-hmm. but he who understands the why can understand can bear any how that's not like socrates i'm not 100 certain but the gist of it is that if you have a good enough reason to justify what you have to do, mm-hmm. then you you can do it, and that's just that's true. Like humans, we're incredibly resilient. We can get tremendous things done if we have the justification, the means to do so. Like if if it's something to where you care about it, for example, your brand, the Wavy Top Podcast, it may be difficult for you to record because you might feel like you don't have the same equipment that Joe Rogan has, for example, but you'll find a way to get it done in the meantime before, until you reach that level. So that's what I try to remember why I'm doing this. How does this play a part in my overarching vision of success and the, and the, the multi-tiered plan that I have for the projects that I have for, that, I, that I've um, planned out for myself. Excuse me. And another thing that I think is key to so this thing sustainable and keeping things fresh is continuous learning. Mm-hmm. It's just constant education. So education, most people think about just being in a classroom, 
I think an education is anytime where I'm exchanging ideas with an individual, whether it be via a book or a conversation like the one that you and I are having right now. Mm-hmm. And with us, each conversation, each interaction is an is an opportunity for us to sharpen ourselves and to bring something new to the table. So if you're not bringing new material into your mind, how are you going to bring new material to keep your content, in the case of the podcast, fresh? If you're talking about the same stuff over and over again, you're not bringing any new material you're not contributing any value to anybody who's listened to you because they've already heard it before. Mm-hmm. So I think that's one of the biggest things that I try to do, whether it be listening to audio books, being a guest on somebody else's podcast, having conversations with my friends, learning a new skill or just anything like that, just experiencing it. I feel like that's, that's huge. And another thing about sustainability is the schedule breaks. This is probably one of the most important ones. Is so like after an episodic sprint so you might have a certain number that you have and you can take a little break off it gives you opportunity to really focus on the learning thing an opportunity to make sure that you aren't burning yourself out and then also in our case we have a, a three man team mm-hmm. and so I have to consider the morale and how they feel how Desmond and Josh are feeling so you know I might be good for another 10 episodes I could shoot them and, and be unfazed by it but just to consider them for example, like I do need breaks, I will admit, but I'm saying that you have to consider that as well. So I feel it's really good for us to have these scheduled breaks. For example, we just did a 25 episode sprint and, and moving forward, we're going to break it down to doing 10 episodes and then taking a month off. And that gives us opportunity to circulate the previous material in the atmosphere and let other people grab hold of it while we gather new thoughts, new ideas and come back and reapproach it stronger. And, um, that's that's a huge benefit of it because burnout is a real thing. That's probably one of the biggest things you face as a content creator because you feel like you might not be seeing the, the numbers, the numeric changes that you would like, but you're definitely putting in the work. And I feel like without having those breaks to recharge and stay grounded, it's easy to, to run yourself down. Mm-hmm. And probably the last thing is just supporting other people. It's like I love interacting with people like yourself, other podcasters, other I do the segment of the black owned business. I love supporting black owned businesses because with everyone that we support, we're building our network and not, it's not purely for selfish reasons. I wouldn't say that's, that's the case at all. It's like, there's a, a guy who served as a mentor for me for a short period of time. And one of the things he told me was it's enough room at the table for all of us to eat. So what I gathered from that is that by me using my platform, my, my vehicle, which is the podcast, mm-hmm to have you as a guest on. So you have your own brand, this cross-pollination. That's, you're coming on, that's helping you because it's exposing you to a different set of ears, a different set of listeners. And then vice versa, my, by me being on your platform, I'm being exposed to a different set of listeners. And so what that does is that allows both of us to grow in some form or fashion. And by us working together, we're able to be more successful than either one of us are individually. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's, that's the main utility of support. It's supposed to be mutual. And I feel like that's like this episode here is a, is a brilliant example of that. So that's that's my basis of support, or excuse me, that's my basis of how I stay sustainable and continue to grow at a certain level. Because well, just to add one more bit to that last point, when it's hard for you to break through that threshold, where the level you're currently at, the people around you they can help push you through that. So. Um, I guess that's all I have to say about that topic. Hey, bro. I know you see me moving. And low-key, I was just <laughs> I was just like, yo, all right, 
I feel like I know what this setup is about to take me. So I was just like, yo, is, he's about to hit it in five, four, three. And boom, there it was. He hit, he hit with the punchline. I was like, there it is. There's the punchline. Like, ah, hey, man. And I mean, you basically said everything, bro. I ain't got, I can't say nothing off that. I can't, if anything, I can just go to the next part of this this episode because you basically said everything. I mean, the one, one, one thing I can add on to that is also just, you know, learning from your surroundings versus just learning off of everybody else because the universe and the world can teach you some things as well as far as just like easing your mind, calming your breathing, sharpening your your vocal trajectory, stuff, stuff like that, man. It, just like simple walks can help you just realize some things you can improve on. So that's, you know, stuff. I can say to help you stay sustained and keep you keep your content growing. Cause he already said it, man. I have nothing else to say. <laughs> you said all the heat. You said all the hotness. And um, and man, look, I don't I don't mind giving somebody flowers when they do say, look, you you gave that one. You took. Matter of fact, I'm saying it for right now. You probably one of the best spokesmen. I've been on Way Talk thus far. I'm putting that out there and giving you that title. Hey, man. You froze them. You sound like you froze. Yep, you froze them. Oh, I did. Are we back? All right, there yeah, we go. You're back. back. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. It's a lot of these I'm about to cut up. But it's cool, though. It's cool, man. But um, now we're at the last part of Way Talk. And this part is one of the most... It's laid back, but you still get a gem. This is the Wavy Tip segment. It's a Wavy Tip segment where basically you can either give a last-minute advice on the topic or something off the topic. And... Usually I let my guests go first, or if my guests don't want to go first, then of course I'll go first, and I let them go, or I just end the show. But you have any last minute advice you want to give to these people out here listening, man? That's a good one. I think I'm gonna go with <laughs> the one that we spoke about before. <laughs> if you don't do it, no one else will. So. Uh-huh essentially just taking ownership or responsibility of whatever changes you need or whatever change you need to see reflected mm-hmm. you have to be that you have to drive it all right i like Although that shut up i like that i like that <laughs> i like that all right and to piggyback off of that you know what i mean um overall have fun live live your life love your life take notes take mental notes always try to push forward, don't stay in the same comfort zone, like, don't stay in the same lane, and get out of your comfort zone if you mess up, do it with confidence, because no matter what, don't 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 look at it as you always have to be perfect, try to be the best you can be but don't look at it as you you have to be this perfect person that's not you be, be you be clean, be fun, be happy just enjoy your life man <laughs> 
like, I thought she was gonna hit us with a J. Cole bar. Be hey. you, because that's when it sounds beautiful. Hey, no! Nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. Uh, nah, they ain't ready for that yet. They ain't ready for all that yet, man. They ain't ready for all that. Next time we do an episode, I might end up with a J. Cole quote. Uh, <laughs> but um, as of right now, this has been a nice episode um, with my homie Brian from Infuse Crew. And I want you guys to go ahead and check out his podcast off season wise, you know what I mean? But then when he come back, check it, you know what I mean? Regular season, postseason, you know how we podcasters like to do our own schedule. So make sure that you tune in always regardless he's doing the season now or when he's not doing the season but it's your boy I can actually leak a little bit of information for you guys uh oh five yeah. give, give exclusive. me one exclusive give me one information. exclusive information people exclusive it's what happens man it's what happens these are off season plans I have so many freaking documents Alright, it's taking longer than, than I would have liked for it to. I can't find my document. Anyhow, so we will be returning in July. Uh, I wanted to get the exact date for you that I put on the sheet so I wouldn't lie to you, but we'll be returning in July for our next our next ten series t- ten episode sprint of the Infusion Breakdown Show podcast. Yeah. That's a big thing sprint for Hey look. Y'all heard it first. They coming back in July. If you now are a fan, I advise you to go ahead and get caught up. You got a month and some change. You never know. Probably got a solid month, a month and two weeks, month and three days. You never know. You never yeah. know. You never know. So And also, we have a backlog of 100 episodes that we've already uh, shot and recorded that are already available on YouTube. So, hey, look. There's even more. Hey, look, man. This is also a part of the segment that I love. I let my guests come up here and plug themselves. It's not all about me. It's not all about just the conversations and passing. It's all about helping each other out, like he said. You know what I mean? You got my back, I got your back. And it's, I don't matter. If anything, we both put out good content for the people. And I'm just glad it's you up here doing this. And I don't mind anybody else coming up here that's good spirit, good energy as well. Peace and blessings, you know what I mean? It's always peace and blessings. But, uh... You got some side exclusive notes from my man Brian just then. So stay tuned. Go and listen to his podcast. Go and check out the episodes on YouTube. It's not just his podcast. The whole crew. Check them Check them out in general. But it's your boy Larry the Wavy. Fellow with Brian from the Infusion Breakdown Show. And over here we create the wave. We don't drown in it. Peace, see y'all next time. Only time I go back and forth on fucking, yeah. I can't sleep at night.